0: Good morning my little tadpoles, welcome to the first ever episode of the Frog and the City podcast. My name is Chloé, I'm a Frenchie living in London, in case you didn't recognize my French accent, and I will be hosting a series of podcast episodes where I will be talking about fashion, beauty and boys. Today, we will be talking about how sustainable fashion has grown over the past few years, from a small issue to something that more and more consumers care about. To address the subject, I will be joined by the amazing Morgan Lecare, fashion insights reporter at Liz.com. Hi Morgan, how are you today? Hi, I'm great, thank you, and thank you so much for having me as your first ever guest. Well, it's my pleasure, thanks so much for coming today. Um, So today we're going to talk about sustainability, right? And Mm -hmm. I would like to know as a first question, why do you think sustainability is such a big trend right now?
1: I think it's a mix of quite a lot of things really. So some people like Stella McCartney for example have been talking about this issue for over a decade and you know at first people did you know they didn't really get into it and they thought she was a bit crazy and thankfully (laughs) well you know it's true and they didn't really believe in in what she stood for and thankfully now it's finally changed. Mm. Um, so it's it's been really great to see the fashion industry going from a place of, uh yeah, sustainability, whatever, you know, to a place of, oh, actually, it's a very important subject, and we need to talk about it and do something about it. So, the way I see it, it's been a mix of celebrities talking about the issue and shedding light on the topic, like Emma Watson did, for example, when you know she created a dedicated Instagram account during her press tour for Beauty and the Beast, which, which was amazing and she highlighted mm. so many yeah, it really brands cool. and, and not just in fashion, but also in beauty. Um, so that was really good. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, and, you know, sustainability has also been put on people's radar through films and documentaries that highlight the negative impact that fashion can have both on the planet and, and on people. And then there's also the factory collapse that killed so many people in Bangladesh in in 2013. And I think it, it really impacted the way people see fast fashion. So generally, I think people just want to shop better. And we're all becoming more aware of the fact that what we do actually has an impact on the world we live in. And that's just really great.
0: Definitely. I think so too. So, according to you, what's the best way to be more sustainable when it comes to fashion? Well, you know, I don't think there's just
1: one way to be more sustainable. But what specifically comes to mind when people ask me this question is just slowing down when you shop. Mm. You know, it's something that I've personally been working on, really, because over the years I've accumulated so many clothes that I've only ever worn, once or twice and some even still have the tags on and yeah. that's just we're bit... all guilty of that oh, totally. Everyone. Really... yeah it's definitely something that we're all guilty of and you know when i last went through my wardrobe to do a bit of decluttering as you do <laughs> um i saw that when i saw the amount of clothes that i just didn't want to keep it just made me really sad and it really hit me that i needed to just do better mm. so As someone whose job literally is to look at fashion all day long and think about what people shop and and how they shop and, you know, the latest trends and all that, it's it's been quite difficult, I'm not gonna lie, but I think I'm finally at a point where I'm happy with the way I shop. So I think twice before I buy something and if it's not 100% right and I'm not really sure that I like it or not. It just doesn't come home with me, so you know it. It sounds very simple and very basic, but it's really helped, and I think a lot of people just don't realise how harmful it is to just buy clothes that you're not going to wear and rewear. So you know, not only it, it costs you a lot of money, but it's not just that. There's always all these clothes they just end up going into landfill which is oh, such a waste so, and, and so bad you know it it's polluting the planet yeah. Um so I have started as well to look more closely at the fabrics that are used in the clothes that I mm-hmm. buy you know it's not only good when I wear them but also the day I want to recycle them it's also better for the planet and you know I know they can be a bit more expensive but It's so much better for the environment
0: and that's just something that's priceless. Yeah, I definitely agree with that point. I'm one of these guilty people. I've been buying so much clothes like my entire life Mm -hmm. where I'd literally collect them in my wardrobe. Mm -hmm. I would never wear them. I'll keep the tag on and I think a lot of people can relate to that. And six months later, you find out that you have this amazing pullover still with the tags on. Yeah. But you've been keeping it, like, saving it for a special occasion. Yeah. And you end up never wearing it. And, like, that's that's really... That's not the way to shop. And that's not the way to look at fashion. Yeah, exactly. You really should be wearing everything every day. And if you're not, then, like, listen to marikondo and put yourself <laughs> away. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: You know, it should spark joy as she says and it it, fashion is something that is to be enjoyed and it should make you feel special and make you feel great and if you're not going to wear something then there's no point so the way I see it is you know if you're going to Zara for example and you put clothes on and you're not 100% 100 sure just go it back don't buy it
0: don't buy it
1: and then if you go home and still think about it three days later then Then maybe you can go back but otherwise you'll forget
0: about it and, yes. and that's it so yeah definitely good philosophy <laughs> so in, in this instance what do you think about buying secondhand is it something that people have been getting interest in yeah
1: absolutely um buying secondhand actually is another great way to be more sustainable and it's something that that's become more popular Mm, over
0: the past past few years. years. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's really cool right now to wear like vintage clothes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Everyone is going nuts for it. And you know, whether you're buying online or going to shops that do vintage clothing, it's just really cool. It's cool. You can get a very unique look by doing that. And Mm -hmm. I think people are really enjoying it. And actually, there's been an increase of 329% of traffic to luxury resale products on list in just the last year. Oh, my God. So, you know, it's definitely not negligible
0: and it just shows that people are just loving it. Yeah, I mean, I love it personally. I think, you know, if you think back at our parents' generation, they wouldn't be shopping vintage the way we are now Mm -hmm. because at the time it was more um, just about like not being able to afford new clothes, Mm. while now people who can totally afford new clothes um, just want to have the style and the look and it's just like everyone's mixing. Why do you think people are suddenly so interested in pre-loved items?
1: Well I think there's always been an interest in pre-loved luxury, especially when it comes to handbags and Especially when it comes to
0: very specific brands like mm. Chanel and Hermes, oh, yes. you know? Because wait, it takes forever to get, like, y- you have to wait, what, two years to get yeah, to yeah, nice yeah, bag? at least. You know, I, mean,
1: I mean, you have to be on the waiting list. And Hermes, for example, they create only a handful of, of, bags. of bags a year. Uh, yeah. So, you know, unless you're Kim Kardashian, <laughs> well, then <laughs> <And> <laughs> you're a you shortcut. <laughs> exactly, having access to those is, is a bit difficult. Um, but also, you know, vintage pieces have just been really popular recently um, especially since some big fashion houses like Fendi and, mm. and Dior and Louis Vuitton have yeah. started to really dig into their archives and revive some of their most iconic pieces
0: oh my god the Fendi baguette yeah exactly from yeah. Sex and City hello <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> exactly or, or you know, even the Dior saddlebag that you know Maria Grazziuri just revived and it, it, it it just blew up and people went nuts for it. And they just all, you know, me included, we all mm-hmm. wanted one. Um, and, you know, because the price, the prices of the newest versions are so incredibly steep, mm-hmm. people have been searching for a more affordable way to get their hands on the trim. It's not cheap, but. No, when I say affordable, <laughs> I mean just a little bit less expensive, but you know, it's, it's you know, it's not negligible. Um, And then, you know, of course, there's the other side of things, like reselling luxury goods can actually be a really lucrative business. Um, But you have to be careful with what you're buying and who you're buying it from. Because as much as you can get a really good deal, you could also end up paying way more for something that was used. And yeah, you just have to be really careful. careful.
0: There are lots of very cool sites that I know or I thought they were on this as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, Collective. Yep. Um, so I think, yeah, there is a good way to shop. Yeah, bags yeah nowadays. there is, yeah, there is now all it's, those sites. It's less risky than it used to be, right? Absolutely. So I people think, are more like into it, yes. where well, before it was always a gamble, whether Absolutely. what are you gonna receive, and mm-hmm. is it even real, yeah. or right yeah. now it's like which so much easier. Is,
1: yeah, which is why I think those websites like Vistere, are doing really well compared to eBay, you know. Mm -hmm. You might find something really good on eBay, but there's no guarantee that it's the real deal. Whereas chair, you know, they check it first and you you just know what you're going to get. Yeah, you know for sure what you're getting.
0: So Morgan, tell me, since you've started shopping less and caring less about fast fashion, have you found it hard to keep up with the trends? Mm,
1: actually, you know what? It's not that difficult. Um, mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My style is pretty simple. Yeah, I can see you are wearing <laughs> like a little black top
0: with a pair of jeans and Gucci shoes. Yeah, and
1: Gucci moccasson. You know, it's, it's just very simple, but uh, minimalist. Yeah, exactly. You know, almost French like. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I guess. Um, and you know, I'm not, not always a big fan of the latest mm. trends. Mm. Um, But there are really so many good sustainable brands out there that it's just not hard at all. I mean, I had to do a bit of digging to begin Mm -hmm. with, but there are more cool sustainable brands out there than you might think. Um, So I've got a few personal favorites like everyone else, you know, Reformation. Classic. Exactly, they do great summer dresses and Redone who do amazing jeans. Yeah. Yeah. And Mara Hoffman who, you know, she creates really fun swimwear and then there's Nanushka who's a bit newer on the market but they create pieces that are super cool and super model approved. That's what we like. Exactly who wouldn't want to get on board with that Um, and then you know there's also high street retailers like H&M, Mango and even Primark now who have their own sustainable ranges so it's really a case of knowing
0: what you're looking for and putting your Googling skills to the test, really. Yeah, makes sense, total sense. So, you're talking about brands like Reformation, Nanushka, and Redone. Um, They are particularly good at attracting new consumers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. this is mostly due to powerful campaigns Mm -hmm. and endorsements from celebrities and fashion influencers over all social media. Like we can see every single day as soon as you open the apps. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think that the most popular sustainable products are as a result of true interest from consumers? Mm -hmm. Like does it really come from them? Or do you think that this is due to marketing campaigns? You know, strong marketing where um, there is like, a huge Instagram reach. Mhm. That's
1: a great question and I think it's it's still a mix of both. Um, although you can't deny the power of Instagram nowadays. No, sure. So, so it's like you know massive.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's nothing if it's not approved on Instagram,
1: do you even believe it? Exactly. So, you know, when I first heard of Reformation in Anushka for example, I had no idea that these brands were sustainable and I just fell in love with them through ads that I saw Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And then when I found out that they were sustainable, Mm -hmm. I just loved them even more and it really truly made me want to shop them. Um, But I'd love to think that, you know, I'd love to think that most of these products gained their cult status because the consumers were searching for sustainable products, but it would be wrong not to take into account the the power that celebrities and influencers power have on the way we shop.
0: Yeah definitely. Mm.
1: So yeah one I mean one very simple example is the Veya V10 sneakers that Meghan Markle wore in 2018 mm-hmm. when she was in an Australia. And When the photos came out everyone went nuts for them and now oh, it's actually quite hard not to see them everywhere in London mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah for sure. Um, and you know I think the appeal first came from the fact that Megan was wearing them. But then people started thinking, oh, wait, these are sustainable. That's actually really cool. Oh. So now I can see the is changing and the discussion is definitely happening, which is great. And um, hopefully people will start buying sustainable pieces because they want to be more eco-conscious and not, you know, just because
0: Megan wore them. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know, there's an entire generation which is uh, raised Sort of speaking with all of the celebrities and influencers mm-hmm. so if these high profiles are turning to sustainable fashion i mean what else can we ask sometimes people just don't do stuff on their own right
1: absolutely i think it's great that these celebrities are wearing sustainable fashion i'm just waiting for them to actually speak about the speak issue about it, you know, and truly put an emphasis on it, Mm. like Emma Watson did for example. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's true. true When you have such a high profile, you almost have this duty. Exactly. They should use their voice. I mean, they should. Mm. I mean, they do whatever they want. But (laughs) really, that would be nice. Yeah, it would. All right, so when talking about sustainability, the First question that comes to my mind personally is fur and faux fur. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a huge debate, right? So, in your opinion, have you seen a change in the way customers are searching for these types of clothing items on list? So, the problem we're seeing with fur and faux fur is that it can
1: be really difficult to understand whether a clothing item contains real or faux fur. Um, One of the main issues we're seeing is that brands don't always label their products correctly. So it means that you might come across an item that's described as a fur jacket, for example, when in fact the material used is faux fur. Mm -hmm. Like people can either be happy or disappointed about it, obviously, right? Exactly, so depending on what they're searching for, they might buy it or, or they might look for something else. And you know, the same thing can actually be said about the way people shop and, and search for clothes because sometimes someone will be searching for a fur coat uh, on list. You know, they'll be typing fur coat in, in the search bar. Um, and then, But they will know that the retailer or brand that they want to buy the piece from doesn't actually use real fur. So because of all this mislabeling and the confusion behind all the searches, the data that we have at least regarding fur and faux fur is skewed, so it's, it's quite difficult to know where people stand really, and obviously there's a big debate still going on when it comes to which fur is more sustainable, which makes the whole subject a really difficult one to approach.
0: Thank for coming today. It was such a pleasure to have you with us. Oh, thank you so much, Chloe,
1: for having me. It was great to be your first guest.
0: Yeah, it was super cool. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover for the next episodes. Bye, guys.